Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 98, the online sale of counterfeit automotive parts. Uh, a couple of quick commercials up front. It won't take too long. Uh, first one is is that um, I, I do have I've I've uh, on my Podbean on the Podbean.com website where uh, this podcast is basically distributed from initially. Um, if you go to that page to Brad Kyle's MotorWorks podcast, uh, besides being a seeing a list of all of the podcasts I've done, I have taken some of them and made them where they're only available as a patron member. Okay, so there's on the upper right-hand corner of the main webpage there, you'll see a thing that says Become a Patron. And if you click on that, um, basically, like I say, it's a, it's a monthly subscription type thing. Um, it's $5 a month. You can, you can certainly uh, subscribe for less than that. You can subscribe for more than that. But basically what I've done is I've taken some of the podcasts and, that I've done in the past, the ones that if you listen to them and apply the knowledge that I give you then, and, uh, uh, and apply it in your car ownership experience, you could literally save thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars uh, over your life or the life of your car or cars that you have. Okay, If you apply the information that I supply you. Um, this is based on 40 years of not only working on cars, but seeing, you know, being around cars and seeing some of the things that can happen as far as like extended service contracts and things like that. So, uh, check that out. I appreciate it if you would, and, and I'd love it if you uh, become a, a patron member. Um, and like I say, it helps to support, you know, ongoing education and, uh, uh, seminars that I go to and, and obviously future research for, more podcasts down the road. And in regards to that, uh, just recently got uh, notified that through a company called Feedspot, found out that the podcast you're listening to is, is has been reviewed by a, a, a panel, a series of panelists, and it's been voted one of the top 10 BMW podcasts in the world. So I'm really uh, surprised and happy and honored about that. So just wanted to mention that. So anyway... Uh, this particular one today about online sale of counterfeit parts. Um, this is I'm going to be reading an article, a very, very pretty kind of a long article, um, and so these are uh, not my words, so to speak. <laughs> um, and I want to give credit to the author is uh, Megan Kent um, of Venable LLP, and she's going to be working with the she was working with the Automotive Anti Counterfeiting Council. Uh, heretofore uh, named uh, called A2C2. So in other words, Automotive Anti-Counterfeiting Council, A2C2. Okay. Um, you also want to, may want to check back through my uh, list of podcasts that I've done in the past and check out episode number 15, which is called Customer Supply Parts. Really? And this really, this podcast today really expands on that. Uh, unfortunately, there is a lot of potential counterfeit parts out there of uh, who knows what quality and where they come from and all the rest of it. So going back to like episode 15, you can understand what even becomes even more of an issue if shop is accepting and using parts that are supplied by a customer 
okay? I mean, frankly, it, it's becoming harder for us professionals who work on cars every day, who are ordering parts every day for the cars we're working on, to be able to get good, high-quality, reputable, uh, warrantyable parts, okay? And we do this every day. So you can only imagine from the normal retail uh, layperson out there, especially if you're simply looking for what's the cheapest part I can find, well, that's what you're going to get. And you may not even get uh, a part that's, that's, that will work hardly at all. I mean, there's stories like they'll mention in this article I'm going to read to you here where um, they have found uh, confiscated brake pads that were made from uh, grass clippings and sawdust. Okay, so they're out there. So anyway, uh, let us continue onward and get into the uh, meat of this podcast, this particular episode. So um, this is called the online sale of counterfeit automotive parts. An analysis of how online marketplace practices allow counterfeiters to put unsafe products in American consumers' cars and propose solutions for minimizing the proliferation of counterfeits. Executive Summary Manufacturing or selling counterfeit products violates established federal law, namely the Lanham Act, which carries extensive civil and criminal penalties. Nonetheless, Counterfeit automotive parts continue to be manufactured by unauthorized third parties and marketed and sold as though they are genuine parts. Counterfeit parts are not made to the specifications of the original manufacturer, are not subject to quality control tests or application of industry safety measures, do not abide by existing laws and regulations, and often fail to perform as designed. The increasing prevalence of counterfeit parts sold online is of utmost concern to public health and safety. The Automotive Anti-Counterfeiting Council, which is A2C2, is comprised of 10 North American vehicle manufacturers, FCA US, Ford, General Motors, Honda, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, Subaru, Toyota, Volkswagen Group of America, and their subsidiary brands representing nearly 30 trusted brands and over 90% of the nation's passenger vehicle market. A2C2 has proposed several solutions with with a unifying message that online marketplaces must be held accountable for policing the products offered on their platforms and the sellers offering those products. These solutions align with the Department of Homeland Security's January 2020 report to the President. Number one, online Online marketplaces should implement industry practices to validate the authenticity of the products offered on their sites, just as traditional brick-and-mortar stores have done. Law enforcement, brand owners, and online marketplaces must collaborate to identify and track counterfeiters. And number three, consumer education both before and after purchase must be enhanced. A2C2 and its efforts to combat the threat of counterfeit automotive parts. The Automotive Anti-Counterfeiting Council was formed in 2015 and is comprised of 10 North American vehicle manufacturers. We just talked about that. Uh, Consumer safety is the primary concern of A2C2. Therefore, A2C2 opposes the proliferation of counterfeit automotive parts in the United States. The sale of these parts gives rise to grave public health and safety concerns as counterfeits are not made to the specifications of the original manufacturer, are not subject to quality control tests or application of industry safety measures, and do not abide by existing laws and regulations, 
and often failed to perform as designed. The list of seized parts includes airbags, brake pads, wheels, seat belts, oil and air filters, control arms, windshields, bearings, steering linkages, ignition coils, microchips, spark plugs, solenoids, clutch housings, crankshafts, diagnostic equipment, suspension parts, oil pumps, and more. The report explained that while counterfeit auto parts may have been historically limited to cosmetic items like hood ornaments and decals, Customs, U.S. Customs and Border Protection, seizure statistics reveal that counterfeit safety components like brake pads, airbags, wheels, and suspension parts are becoming increasingly common. Put simply, almost every type of auto part can and has been counterfeited. So what that's saying there, in my, you know, in my history of working on cars, um, you know, I agree with that as far as that in the past it was tended to be more of like little trim pieces, body trim pieces and decals and uh, typically something that had a, a logo on it, you know, whether it be BMW, Ford, Chevy, whatever, uh, because if it's sold as if it's an original equipment part with that logo, in, in essence, it's, you know, the, the, the OEM is going to charge more for it anyway because you're paying for their logo, okay? So in the old days, yeah, it was, it did tend to be more of, little trim parts and things like that. Well, obviously, with that list that I just mentioned, we're talking about, you know, safety parts, uh, very important parts that need to work properly. And, um, and, and the thing is, it's not just the safety of you and your car. It's everyone else that's around you. Okay, so getting back to the article. Given the volume of vehicles on the road and corresponding auto parts sales, which are increasingly online, this safety issue impacts every American. In 2019, there were over 280 million registered motor vehicles in the United States. Online sales of auto parts were estimated at over 12 billion in 2019. Every day, nearly every person in this country drives, is a passenger, or comes in close contact with a motor vehicle that is being driven. As a result, counterfeit automotive parts present a clear and present danger to almost everyone in the U.S. In one incident in a Dallas suburb in January 2017, a woman who lost control of her used vehicle purchased just days prior crashed into a tree and was killed because the counterfeit airbag in her vehicle failed to deploy. According to the accident investigator, instead of the necessary mechanism that allow proper airbag deployment, a rag covered with silicone putty was discovered inside the counterfeit airbag assembly. Okay, so whoever did that repair, whether it be a repair shop or the used car uh, dealership or whoever it was, they knowingly, willfully, consciously put somebody's life in total danger. Okay, so to combat the growing problem of dangerous counterfeit auto parts and protect consumers, A2C2 and its members have taken and continue to take numerous proactive measures. Engaging with online marketplaces, both established and emerging, to enhance and enact effective anti-counterfeit policies, increase counterfeit auto parts awareness and enforcement activities, and delist products that pose an inherent safety risk, such as airbags and their related components. Collaborating with law enforcement and online marketplaces on civil and criminal investigations to apprehend counterfeiters, which in one instance led to a raid against a large counterfeiting ring in China, 
resulting in multiple arrests and the seizure of an array of manufacturing equipment and hundreds of thousands of counterfeit airbag parts. Creating and providing educational material, materials warning of the dangers of counterfeit auto parts to consumers, dealers, industry partners, law enforcement, prosecutors, and the media. Provide training to U.S. Customs and Border Protection, Homeland Security Investigations, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, and local law enforcement by hosting over 50 training sessions. Over 1,000 officers have been trained in the U.S. and abroad. Testifying before Congress and meeting with policymakers to educate the need for enforcement and necessary reform, and supporting new legislation or the enhancement of existing laws making it a criminal offense to knowingly sell, import, manufacture, or install counterfeit supplement restraint system components or non-functional airbags. To date, 25 states have implemented such laws. To disrupt the sale of counterfeit automotive parts, A2C2 works collaboratively with law enforcement on civil and criminal investigations. Examples of recent investigations include, in Thomasville, Georgia, the target imported counterfeit wheel center caps from China and domestically. Over 375 shipments were imported in a two-year period. The target installed caps on non-OEM original equipment manufacturer wheels and sold them as genuine wheels. Homeland Security investigation seized approximately 4,000 center caps, 1,300 wheels, and thousands of counterfeit labels. Investigation revealed more than 11 million in sales. The target pled guilty to trafficking, trafficking in counterfeit goods. Sacramento, California. A2C2 members conducted test buys of airbag covers being sold online and confirmed they were counterfeit. HSI raided location and seized over 1,200 airbag components and 400 emblems with estimated retail value of 1.25 million. Six A2C2 members participated by authenticating the items. The target pled guilty to five counts of mail fraud. And in Buffalo, New York, A2C2 members conducted test buys of airbags being sold online and confirmed they were counterfeit. IPR Center referred the lead to HSI Buffalo. Search warrant led to seizure of 31 counterfeit airbags representing six automakers. Seized records revealed previous sales of more than 400 counterfeit airbags. The target pled guilty to trafficking in counterfeit goods. Okay. The results of a May 2019 raid in China, which led to the seizure of 163,476 counterfeit airbag parts, demonstrated the substantial capacity of counterfeit operations. The raid, was action, the raid action was simultaneously launched in six cities of the five Chinese provinces and resulted in the arrest of 14 people. The seized records indicate counterfeiters operated for more than five years, impacting eight different major automotive brands and shipping counterfeit parts to 45 different countries. The raid was a result of a joint effort between A2C2 members, companies, their affiliate operations in Japan and China, U.S. and Chinese law enforcement agencies, and the online marketplace where the products were being sold. This successful raid demonstrates the positive impact of coordinated efforts by brand owners, law enforcement, and online marketplaces. The Department of Commerce reported that despite ongoing anti-counterfeiting efforts worldwide, the problem is growing. 
citing reports that the cost of counterfeit parts to the American automotive supplier industry increased from $12 billion annually worldwide in 1997 to $45 billion in 2011. The problem has only grown further since then. Factors contributing to the proliferation of counterfeit automotive parts online. The gross the growth and increased consumer confidence e-commerce marketplaces have accompanied a steady increase in the online availability availability of counterfeit products. Taking advantage of the lack of seller or product verification online, counterfeiters avoid many safeguards that are in place to protect consumers. While the ease and convenience of online marketplaces benefit legitimate companies, and particularly growing companies and entrepreneurs, they also provide opportunities for unscrupulous and illegitimate sellers to prosper. As a result, when consumers turn to an online marketplace, they typically discover not only authorized dealers, but also counterfeiters who appear to be equally genuine. The initial entry for sellers to online marketplaces is often as simple as setting up an account with a unique email address. The extent to which online marketplaces require additional credentials varies. When credentials are required, they are not, not often they are often not verified, allowing the seller to provide incomplete, incorrect, or false information. Indeed, based on seller information that rights holders have received from marketplaces, the collection and verification of seller data appears incomplete. For example, an A2C2 member obtained from one established marketplace the seller data for sellers reported for offering counterfeit goods. The A2C2 member analyzed the addresses and determined that of 34 sellers with foreign addresses, 24% 24 were verifiable, 15% were only partially verifiable, and the remaining 61% were completely unverifiable. Without verified contact information, it is nearly impossible for rights holders, consumers, or law enforcement to trace and enforce at the source. Instead, the counterfeiter hides behind the anonymity that the marketplace allows, leaving consumers, brands, and law enforcement without recourse. Furthermore, without verified seller information, counterfeiters can easily set up multiple accounts without an easy way to connect those accounts switching from one account to another when their activities are discovered, meaning the counterfeit products remain available even when one of their multiple seller accounts is disabled. Online marketplaces do not effectively verify or monitor the goods offered by the sellers on their sites or in their supply chains. The result is that the online availability of counterfeit products remains rampant. Marketplaces largely take no responsibility for the third-party products offered on their sites except to offer refunds or replacements. The online marketplace model allows counterfeiters to conceal their activities. Counterfeiters' tactics include categorizing their products under a rights holder's brand name, piggybacking on illegitimate listings, using specific keywords, employing image scraping, scrapping, and pricing strategically at or near that of legitimate products. As a result, it is often difficult for brand holders and subject matter experts to identify infringements and more difficult for even the most discerning consumer to identify illegitimate product. Um, these are my own words. Getting back to, remember I said that uh, just look for the cheapest price and it, it, it might be counterfeiter, counterfeit. According to that, 
um, they're getting smart. They'll, they'll just lower the price a little bit be below what would be a actual genuine OEM, no two ways about it, good product, a good part. They'll just lower the price a little bit before below that. So now you're buying a total piece of junk that's counterfeit, and you're paying very close to normal retail. So aren't you happy? Uh, it just it makes it that much harder to figure out which is a good part and which isn't. So online marketplaces enable counterfeiters to evade laws and regulations that are designed to protect consumers. Counterfeiters continue to thrive by marketing parts or items bearing the identical original equipment manufacturer trademark and or design to unsuspecting consum custom consumers. Evading safety regulations and taking advantage of the current lack of pertinent laws and regulations on e-commerce. When necessary, A2C2 supports legislation that places the responsibility and liability with online marketplaces for the products offered and sold on their sites. The most current list of legislation uh, supported by A2C2 can be found at a2c2.com. Most anti-counterfeit programs offered by established online marketplaces are reactive and require brand owners and consumers to find and report counterfeits back to the marketplace. Consequently, rights holders must dedicate extensive time and resources to scour online marketplaces and upon discovery of counterfeit products, investigate, report, and prove to the marketplace that the product is a counterfeit. This reactionary system requires the brand owners to understand, navigate, and manage each marketplace individually. Marketplace business models differ. Methods to report counterfeiters vary, and responses to reports remain inconsistent between marketplaces and even within a marketplace. Takedown programs have not been consistently implemented in the industry, complicating and making the task even more difficult. Many new, emerging, or less established marketplaces are especially slow to respond or less cooperative in removing counterfeits. Enhanced reactive programs are insufficient. Some more established marketplaces have developed anti-counterfeit programs that allow rights holders to report counterfeit sellers more efficiently. While the engagement by marketplaces and the offering of new programs is positive, it does not address the problem that the counterfeits are on the marketplace. These enhanced programs are largely still reactive as opposed to preventative. They do not proactively present the counterfeits from appearing on the marketplace and ultimately getting into consumers' vehicles. The enhanced programs offered by some more established marketplaces are ill-fitted and do not resolve the burden placed on rights holders and consumers. Many enhanced programs are invitation-only, introduced as limited pilot or test programs, or require rights holders to agree to terms and conditions that tend to favor the marketplaces, or even require monetary payment by the rights holders. Behind-the-scenes takedown efforts by marketplaces are not yielding apparent improvement. Some more established marketplaces claim to remove many more listings than are reported by triangulating seller accounts or using other methods of connecting the listings. While the marketplaces may do this to varying degrees in the background, they do not disclose the details of these efforts. The results are not evident because the counterfeit problem has continued to grow, with more counterfeit products entering the stream of commerce. Certainly, A2C2 members have not seen a decrease in counterfeit automotive parts online despite marketplace claims of action behind the scenes. 
So the problem's just getting bigger, and it's it's, it's getting exasperated. And um, you know, obviously, uh, companies that are you know trying to produce a good fr- product are having to spend more money to just protect their own uh, trademarks and logos and the qualities of their own products. So. Consumers display a comfort with and a trust in online marketplaces. Many online marketplaces now have an established and trusted brand image equal to that of brick-and-mortar retailers. The demand for convenience, low prices, and faster delivery has created a ripe environment for online marketplaces to flourish. Consumers are unaware that some products on online marketplaces are counterfeit. Many consumers believe that the offerings online are more akin to brick-and-mortar retailers. Many do not realize the lack of regulations of the third-party sellers and thus are unknowingly putting themselves or their customers, in the case of automotive repair shops, hello, at risk. In the case of automotive parts, the ultimate consumer, consumer may not be the purchaser and is thus unaware of the danger. Auto repair facilities often purchase replacement parts online and if purchased from a seller other than an authorized dealer may purchase counterfeit parts. The ultimate consumers of the auto parts, the vehicle owners, are actually are typically wholly unaware of the possibility that counterfeit parts can be purchased online by a repair facility and installed in their vehicle. The inability for the consumers to truly know what or from whom they are buying may be exasperated by the online marketplaces that warehouse products and fulfill orders. To speed shipping, at least one marketplace uses the practice of shipping products from the warehouse closest to the consumer, regardless of whether it is the seller from which the consumer ordered and without notice to the consumer. This practice results in consumers buying from one seller but unknowingly receiving product possibly counterfeit, from a different seller. A2C2 discourages marketplaces from using or adopting this practice as it creates further uncertainty for consumers. Proposed solutions for minimizing the proliferation of counterfeits sold online. A2C2 believes that only when marketplaces are held accountable for the products they offer and sell will solutions of proper scale and effectiveness be developed and implemented. First, online marketplaces, just like traditional brick-and-mortar retailers, should implement industry best practices to validate the sellers and products offered on their platforms. The collection of sharing of verified seller contact and banking information will increase the ability of all stakeholders to stop counterfeiters at the source and allow the online marketplaces to better track, triangulate, and decrease the reappearance of the same bad actors on the online marketplace under new accounts. Online marketplaces, just like traditional brick-and-mortar retailers, should implement industry best practices to verify the products sold on their platform. To work toward this sort of transparent and effective systems, A2C2 proposes the following best practices. Improve seller verification to eliminate falsified data. Automakers have direct supply chains and can demonstrate they, that they sell their, their genuine parts through authorized dealers and channels, which can easily be verified and, and identified for the consumer. A2C2 proposes that marketplaces improve the vetting of sellers, suppliers, and products by implementing more stringent requirements that validate seller credentials and product authenticity especially if sellers are associated with high-risk regions, for example, 
Approximately 85% of the contraband seized by CBP arrives from China and Hong Kong, like a lot of other things, apparently. Furthermore, prior to allowing account creation, online marketplaces must collect and verify through government identification and other documents the seller's contact and banking information. Improve and execute seller triangulation. Marketplaces must collect, verify, and track seller information, including contact information, IP address, and bank information, and then use this data to link, track, and eliminate bad actors from their marketplaces. Traditional retailers and non-hobbyists, pursuant to the Internal Revenue Service, must have business licenses and tax identification, but oftentimes online sellers do not. Engage in active policing, impose more stringent penalties, and remove counterfeit sellers. Marketplaces must actively police their own sites, both independently and through in-depth investigation after reports from consumers and rights holders to eliminate counterfeit products and sellers from the marketplace. Allowing sellers of counterfeit products to remain on a marketplace or, the, or to jump to a different seller account allows bad actors to continue to operate selling unsafe products, and generating profits for themselves in online marketplaces. This is unconscionable, especially in cases where sellers offer products like auto parts which impact public health and safety. Require sellers to agree to a platform seller acknowledgement statement. A2C2 proposes that marketplaces require, at a minimum, the third-party sellers verify and attest to the authenticity of goods in connection with or on which a registered mark is used. That as a condition of participating on the platform, third-party sellers must be contractually required not to use a counterfeit mark in connection with the sale, offering for sale, distribution, or advertising of goods on the platform. And that the third-party seller consent to the jurisdiction of United States courts with respect to claims related to the third-party seller's participation on the platform. Pro prohibit airbag sales. The sale of counterfeit and recalled airbags and supplemental restraint system components such as airbag covers, which are a necessary precursor to a counterfeit airbag, poses a very real danger to the global consuming public. A2C2 has met with personal personnel at many major online marketplaces to express concern and provide education on these dangers. As a result, some online marketplaces have amended their policies to prohibit the listing and sale of these components. Best practices must prohibit the online listing and sale of all airbags and SRS components. SRS meaning Supplemental Restraint System. Second, Law enforcement, brand owners, and online marketplaces should collaborate to trace counterfeiters. When marketplaces improve transparency regarding the seller and products and engage collaboratively with brand owners, law enforcement, and U.S. and foreign governments, successful investigations can be conducted. An example is the Chinese raid described above that led to the seizure of unsafe counterfeit products at the source. To accomplish this, A2C2 proposes that online marketplaces implement the following best practices. Share information regarding the seller. To start, marketplaces should conspicuously provide verified identity and contact information for all sellers on the seller listing. Thereafter, 
Additional seller information such as IP address, bank information, and sales data should be shared as needed for enforcement. Standards and requirements for marketplace information sharing efforts must be established as no known protocol exists for the consistent and timely sharing of actionable information about counterfeiters within law enforcement, customs and border protection, homeland security investigation, brand owners, or other stakeholders. Require that the seller have a verifiable and legitimate U.S. contact. Many sellers of counterfeit items are located outside the U.S. and utilize the marketplace or a drop shifter shipper located in the as okay drop shipper location as the U.S. importer of record or ultimate consignee, eliminating a legitimate or verified U.S. contact for the seller. As a result. Enforcement becomes more challenging for consumers, rights holders, and law enforcement. A2C2 proposes that either the marketplace ensure a verified importer of record is identified or the marketplace must be held accountable as the importer of record. Third, enhanced consumer education should be provided both before and after the purchase. A2C2 proposes that marketplaces promote consumer awareness on their sites and that consumers who may have purchased safety-related counterfeits be immediately informed. To accomplish this, A2C2 proposes that online marketplaces implement the following best practices. Provide consumer education. Educating consumers will enable them to make better purchasing decisions and help avoid falling victim to counterfeit products. A2C2 proposes that marketplaces promote consumer awareness on their sites and implement a simple and conspicuous way for consumers to report bad actors to those who take proper action. Provide conspicuous identity and contact information on the seller's product listing. Marketplaces must make available verified seller information, including location and contact information. Indicate whether the seller is an authorized dealer or reseller. Marketplaces can determine and verify whether a part seller is an authorized dealer or reseller through very clear and well-established dealer networks or other documentation. At least one marketplace already does this. Eliminate shipping practices that change the seller. Marketplaces that fulfill orders store the seller product in the marketplace's own warehouses and at least one to facilitate shipping. Ships products from the warehouse closest to the consumer, regardless of whether it is the seller from which the consumer ordered. This practice results in consumers buying from one seller, but unknowingly receiving product from a different seller. Marketplaces should either eliminate this practice or provide consumers with notice and the option to select a different seller. Notify consumers who have or may have received counterfeit products. Once a marketplace is aware that a seller has sold counterfeit products, the marketplace should inform all potentially affected consumers that the products they have received may be counterfeit and unsafe. Further, the marketplace should investigate other products sold by that seller and, if they are determined to also be counterfeit, notify purchasers of those as well. Finally, the marketplace should replace all counterfeit products with legitimate versions at no cost. And finally, additional issues that impact anti-counterfeiting efforts. In addition to the concerns in this position paper, A2C2 is aware of several other emerging and existing issues that contribute to the growing counterfeit problem and pose added challenges for those fighting the battle. 
These include the following. The proliferation of social media marketplaces and apps. As part of the growth and evolution of e-commerce, social media marketplaces connect unsuspecting consumers to counterfeiters across the world and are even more challenging to monitor, particularly with the prevalence of private groups on those platforms. The increase in false reviews. False re reviews are becoming more prevalent given the ability of sellers to connect with individuals and offer them free products or other benefits for posting positive reviews. Advances in 3D printing and similar technology. Advances in design and manufacturing technology make it easier to replicate part types, exasperating counterfeit production. Drop shippers. The growing use of dropship facilities by third-party sellers to hide both their identities and the source of goods being distributed has coincided with the explosion in the use of e-commerce marketplaces. Dropshippers, much like e-commerce platforms, should be accountable for what passes through their facilities. And data privacy laws. New laws are creating hurdles and restricting the ability of e-commerce platforms to share counterfeit information with rights holders. Despite these challenges, the stakes are too high and safety of consumers who shop online is too important for these issues to go unaddressed. A2C2 remains optimistic that collaborative and effective measures to eliminate counterfeit automotive items from online marketplaces will be implemented. Well, that was all a mouthful, and uh, obviously it's been a huge multi-billion dollar ongoing problem. And unfortunately, in some respects, unless some of these rules and regulations, which um, as much as businesses don't tend to like them, um, but obviously if you're trying to operate an honest, above-board business, um, we all, you know, the ones that are doing it right and properly and spending the money and time to do it right and properly certainly would appreciate some kind of, um, you know, ability to get rid of the bad apples, okay? And it's not just the businesses themselves, obviously. It's everything that's being sold through them, okay? And, you know, certainly auto parts and safety parts for automotive automobiles are a big issue. But there's lots of other stuff that's out there, as you, I'm sure we all know, that are counterfeit parts. But the difference, the thing about, you know, car parts, obviously, is like the was stated in the article, there's very few other products that you're using in your normal day-to-day -day life that uh, if it's, you know, if there's a counterfeit part involved or a substandard part involved in that product, you know, how many other things are you driving around at, at speeds and under circumstances that have the potential to not only hurt you or, or endanger you or kill your own family members, but potentially everyone else around you? Um, there's really not too much out there besides cars other than maybe airplanes. But, you know, let's face it, as far as the commercial airline industry I mean they're responsible for the upkeep of their own vehicles so um, you have professionals that are hopefully buying parts for those repairs and um, so a lot of stuff going on out there um, you know just again this one is a little bit long-winded but I thought it was really it's a long article but I thought it was very informative and certainly just to let you know that that uh, you know there are a lot of good parts out there but you just really got to be careful and do your research and if you are hoping or expecting you yourself as a you know retail customer to supply parts to a, a repair shop to put in, um, you can begin to understand why it's becoming more prevalent that shop owners don't want to install customer supplied parts. It's not just about lost profit. 
It's not just about, you know, the bottom line is, is you're now taking control of the repair process. And obviously, based on this article, um, there's a lot of bad parts out there. So, and ultimately, the, the repair shop becomes liable for the whole thing. So, anyway, I hope you got something from this. Uh, it's a little bit long-winded. I appreciate your time. And again, um, check out, you know, go to podbean.com and check out Brad Kyle's Motorworks podcast, the main webpage for that. And you can certainly see a lot of the other podcasts I've done. I'm up to almost episode number 100, and uh, which is kind of a milestone. And, and uh, again, you know, if you want to support me, um, you know, go to check on the uh, become a patron and check that out. Uh, I appreciate uh, any uh, involvement in that. And uh, like I say, it goes towards, you know, future training and, and uh, seminars and so on and so forth. So I appreciate your time. Appreciate your listening. I hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.